0: Jesus, looking at him, loved him, said to him, You are lacking in one thing. One of the really beautiful gospel readings that we have, perhaps one of the most beautiful ones that we have in our church year, because it really gets to the heart of the matter of what it is for us to be Christians what it is for us to be disciples of Jesus. We have a really beautiful man in today's gospel. A man who goes up to Jesus because he recognizes that of all the things that he's done in life, there's still something more. There's still something more that he hasn't done. So He goes up to Jesus and he says, What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, by all the commandments. And he says, I've done all of those things. I haven't killed anyone. I haven't committed adultery. Haven't stolen, haven't borne false witness, haven't defrauded my neighbor, haven't, I have honored my father and my mother. I've done all of these things. Yet something in the human heart says there's got to be something more than just following this list of rules and commandments. And he's right, there is. And just thinking, really, the story of this man and the gospel is the story of each and every one of us, in a very real way. We might think to ourselves, we're, we're pretty good people. We're all right. You know, we go to church on the weekend and uh, we haven't killed anyone. So we're pretty great. You know? We're pretty wonderful. And yet there's just like, is there something more than just following these rules that I have to do? Is there something more than just fulfilling all of these commands that Jesus has out for me? The answer is Yes man comes up to him recognizing this and he says what must I do to inherit eternal life because he recognizes that eternal life perhaps actually has a price rather than just doing all of these things that he's been able to do on his own Jesus looks at him and I love this he loves him Jesus looks at him loved him and said to him you are lacking in one thing What's the one thing that this man is lacking? What's the one thing that he doesn't have that he needs to have if he is going to be inheriting eternal life? Trust. Trust. Faith in Jesus. Because up to this point, everything that this man has done, he's been able to do on his own he's been able to do all of these things, he hasn't killed anyone, he hasn't committed adultery, he hasn't stolen all of these things he's been able to do on his own power, and his own will yet he still recognizes that there's something deeper within his human heart that cries out to God saying I need something from you and I need help and Jesus, what does he do? he knows this man he loves him He looks at him in his heart and he knows the one thing that he has that he prizes more than anything else. Sell what you have and give to the poor. Why would he do that? Because it's when this man sells what he has and gives to the poor he comes to a place in his heart where he actually has to rely on God comes to a place where he doesn't have it made. Where all of his efforts to fulfill himself and be able to fill up everything that he needs will come short. He instinctively recognizes that there's something about this command of Jesus that he must do. Yet what happens? He looks at Jesus and he says, Space fell." And he went away sad for he had many possessions. The man had many possessions. The one thing that he wasn't able to let go of, the one thing, is money. All of us have something in our heart. We do all of these things on the surface, right? Go to church, we're nice to other people. Maybe there's this one person over here that we don't like, so maybe we rib them a little bit every once in a while. But in the end, you know, we're really good people. We're wonderful. And each of us has something we're not going to let go of. Jesus, you can have my Sunday morning. You can have this over here. You can have that over there. But you cannot have this other thing. That's mine. when we look at Jesus with that one thing we don't want to let go of it it leaves us sad because we recognize that this man of the gospel has come to the cusp of spiritual greatness giving it all away, everything coming to a place where he actually has to trust Jesus actually has to trust him and be led by him so, what might that be? It might be money. It might be your 401k or your IRA. It might be even your family, your friends, your good name, your reputation that you've built up for yourself. In the end, all of those things are going to go away. We're all going to die at some point. And you will be hold on to those things. Better to let go of them now while we have time in our hearts than to come to the end of our life and still hold on to them and say, we're not going to give it up. That's bitterness and that's resentment. Better to be able to give over to Jesus now, give it over to him, than come to a point later on and say, no, I'm holding on to this. But here's the thing. beautiful really and being able to let go what happens what's the dynamic of the gospel what's the logic of Christian life and letting go of that one thing Jesus says who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age be able to receive and be able to be brought to a place of trust in Jesus and to receive actually from him, we have to be able to let go of whatever it is that for us provides a sense of security and comfort. Because Jesus Christ loves this man, he desires an intimate relationship with him. He desires to be forever with him in heaven and the price that we must pay for this intimacy with Jesus, for this friendship with Him, is the pain of separation from anything else that would serve as a source of security or comfort. Whatever it is that you hold on to, let go. Let God take it. An atheist can do all of these things. He cannot kill, he cannot commit adultery. He can do all of those things. He can be on the surface a really nice person. A really wonderful person. But in that second reading, scripture is like a two-edged sword. It pierces the heart. God isn't content with things on the surface. He wants to go deep. He wants to go to the heart. And this is where he goes to the heart. The one thing that we hold on to in our heart. Must be able to open that heart up, reveal whatever that is to us, allow us to have the freedom and the grace to be able to say, I desire to give this over to you because Jesus, I want to trust you. I want to be led to a place where I actually have to trust you. Not just in my words, but like I feel it in my gut that I actually have to trust you. When he gets to that point, yeah, you'll receive a hundred times more now in this present age. In the end, it's not about what we do for ourselves about making our lives great and wonderful. It's about allowing God to have the space for him to work his grace in our hearts. able to let go of the things that we hold on to, to give him the space and the time to work his grace in our heart. So we just pray for that grace today, whatever it is that the Lord is asking of us to be able to give over to. It's a lifelong work, a lifelong work, but it's worth it. The deepest desire in my heart really as a priest would be able to meet with a person like this in this place who's like right on the cusp of this spiritual greatness. You don't know to give him a word of encouragement. But in the end, Jesus respects our human freedom. He lets the man walk away sad. That's a choice that's presented to each of us. He's not going to force it. The lover doesn't force his will on his beloved. He lets him. Let's choose Jesus above everything else that we could ever have.